Welcome to PHLY Phillies podcast. We are not happy here. The Phillies just dropped a loss. It was a comeback that was exciting. We saw Nick Castellanos with a homer. We saw uh, Bryce Harper hit a home run. We saw Bryson Stott do his usual home, a two-run homer. The game's getting closer after being down 6-1. And then Trey Turner, cue Trey Turner to tie things up. And as we were excited with the game tied up at six apiece, Things went left. Things went wrong. I'm Renee Washington. My host, Jamie Lynch. We're not thrilled to, to be able to talk about a comeback uh, that fell short. The chat, you guys have already been bringing the heat, bringing the comments, showing the frustration as the Phillies slipped, had a chance to come back from being down 6-1, knock off the Braves, but instead drop a really frustrating loss. Let us know in the chat your initial reactions. I already have been seeing all the response. And to the question, is this show, PHLY Phillies podcast, worth the wait? Jamie, it absolutely is. And not for all the great reasons, but right now for the frustration of the Phillies lost. Well, Renee, I was really hoping this was going to be a victory, come from behind beer that I was opening here on the post-game show. But unfortunately, now it is a consolation beer because I'm pissed off. That's a game you had to win. I looked at Tyler when they tied it. They had men on in the ninth. And I said, this could be a game that sparks something special. A come from behind win like that where you get Trey Turner home runs, Bryce Harper home runs, the Vegas boys come up clutch for you. We talked about that clutch factor in baseball earlier and how it's kind of the key to everything. They gave you that, and they couldn't get it done. I think Rob Thompson, Nick Castellanos, and JT Real Muto had a big hand in this loss. I think it's inexcusable, uh, frankly. I don't blame Craig Kimbrell there, because yeah. we'll get into the runner on second. I absolutely hate that. Uh, but that's a bad loss. That's a bad loss to a great team, and there's no excuse for it. There really isn't, because when you get a tie game and a runner on with no outs in the ninth inning at home, you're supposed to win that game. That's just bad fundamental baseball late. And this one isn't going to sit well with me, and I'll probably still be a little ticked off about it tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. when we're live doing tomorrow's show. Um, it, that, that's a bad loss. And this is now a series, we'll get into Aaron Nola tomorrow, that you really, really wanted to split with the Braves. At worst, you had a chance to stranglehold the series and you blew it. So I'm going to drink my beer, which, by the way, can be your company's beer with us here <laughs> on right. the postgame show. All right, side note, for those that are curious about the backstory, Jamie, in the frustration of the 6-1 to one deficit, decided to take up some arts and crafts. He's got two little girls that are precious, and he brought out his girl dad vibes. And while the Phillies were down 6-1, a way to pass the time was to nicely create his own beer <laughs> that someone someday is going to be able to sponsor us and give us their beer. For me, I'm just going Red Solo Cup because I forgot my whiskey glass or my wine glass. <laughs> I'm going classy college Red Solo Cup with wine in it, even better. The next best thing is boxed wine, yeah. honestly. Oh, but, uh, Pinot hey. Evil. <laughs> I love some boxed wine. We are up late. We were supposed to be cheersing to a nice comeback victory with our non-existent uh, <sighs> non-brand beer and our red solo cup and instead much like all of you in the chat we are ready to throw things at the tv i mean i don't even know where to begin with the most frustrating thing what do you guys think is the most fr frustrating part about that loss is it the late decision making by rob thompson is it the bullpen is it just the fact that the phillies had us once again in a position where we had our hopes up thinking it's a comeback, had a chance to win this, had a chance to take the lead in the series, knock off the top team in the division, <laughs> and, and, they, oh, God. and then it all went wrong. What is the most frustrating part? I mean, let us know in the chat. I see the chat is insane right now, Jamie. All right, I Where see, do we begin? Uh, what is that, Sketch 16? Uh, I don't know if I'm reading that properly because I'm an old man now and my eyes are <laughs> failing me, but he says Bunt JT in the ninth. That, to me is the one I'm going to wake up angry about because eliminate the freaking double play, Rob. And Tyler and I, our producer, we were talking out there. It's a shame, Renee, because bunting is a lost art, and it absolutely should not be. There's no excuse for Major League players not to be able to get a bunt down. And what was salt in the wound after they didn't bunt him over to get Castellanos on second and I believe Bohm on third and eliminate that double play, JT walked out of the batter's box and he muttered to himself under his breath, I can't hit the ball right now. 
Rob Thompson has oh. to know, look, you want your guys to play their way out of it, but at the same time in that spot, that's not the time for it. If you know JT is frustrated and he's not getting around on pitches that he normally does, that's a perfect situation to allow him to contribute to a victory by doing the small ball things that were needed. And again, look, I'm, I told you earlier today, I'm going to be hypercritical of Rob Thompson down the stretch here. To me, I I'm pissed off about that decision not to bunt by JT there. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that's, and I know somebody in the chat was saying earlier, like, I miss the fundamental baseball. Sometimes we are overthinking things. Yeah. There's just no need. And then on the other side, when you you talk about down the stretch and, and JT, I agree. It's, it's a feeling of wanting to almost throw up of, like, you're in a big moment here. Yeah. And that's what you're saying. Yeah, Harp, like, Harp 4803 there ah. says, you can't bunt, if you can't bunt, swing away. Uh, I, to me, that's just a – baseball hasn't changed that much. Like, I understand, you know, we have new analytics and launch angles and this and that, and stolen bases were a lost art and got forgotten about. Now they're coming back. Yeah, yeah baseball changes. But at its core, it doesn't really change. It's a keep it simple, stupid Yeah, and, and there to me, uh, Papio O'Houlihan in 1893 would have laid down a bunt to advance the runners to eliminate the double play. There was no outs at the time. JT's clearly frustrated. I was hoping he came through there for, for himself and for the team, obviously, and for us. But there, let him contribute to a win. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm pissed off about that one. Well, also, Jamie, as you touched on, not only are we doing our second show of the day, obviously, many of you guys had the chance to tune in earlier today. Thank you for tuning in to our initial show here for PHLY Phillies podcast. We're doing our post-game show now. We've got another show tomorrow. So before we dive into our thoughts, because we're giving you plenty of Phillies talk in the course of a 24-hour window, that's three-hour-long shows, which is fantastic. But would be even more fantastic if this was a win we were talking about. So we're going to open it up to you guys. Let us know in the chat. Let's, let's, let's turn it over to the comments and see what you guys have to say about what they are. Oh, our buddy Kyle thinking. Newbeck already says, got your beer here. I love that brand. It's, it's quite tasty, Kyle, I got to say. I think we could absolutely have a beer, a mug would a be wine. great. I love a, a glass Some or wine. Like, we're whiskey people here. I love a good whiskey, especially yeah. when you're watching some games. I'm, I am all... No, no knock on beer. I'm team whiskey over here. Oh, I'm a big Wine bourbon. was the only thing big I had accessible, fan. but I would have rather loved to have a whiskey, a bourbon, something, a dark liquor. But and that, that Canadian yeah. manager of ours is probably going to lead me to um, <laughs> have some heavy bourbon intake here as we're approaching Red October if things don't get better quick. Joe R., old friend of mine, shout out. He says JT's useless this year. And it's kind of one of the talking points with this Phillies team this year that doesn't come up as much as it probably should. But JT's having a down year. He's he's not the same. You know, when I heard earlier today, like, Castellanos is, I think he's already at, like, 90 or 91 RBIs. Bohm's exceeding expectations. Mm -hmm. A lot of guys are exceeding expectations, but JT's not. And he's not criticized enough this year. Mm -hmm. he, he's having a down year. Baseball's hard. We all get that. But you're not getting enough from your best catcher in baseball this year. Yeah, and I think the frustrating thing is when you see everybody else or a lot of other players, I should say, I won't say everybody, a lot of other players are stepping up right now. You know, Bryce Harper hits a homer, 1,500th career hit. Um, you know, you see we, we, we challenged Nick Castellanos earlier in the show today and came out, hit a home run. You know, Bryson Stott continues to be steady with knocking a nice two-run two homer. And players are consistently scoring runs hitting home runs we've seen that we've challenged that and then to see others that just you know you have the ability especially as we talk about to make the simple play to just be able to contribute because this is a game that the Phillies absolutely should have won yeah absolutely I mean once Trey Turner turned on that and and kudos to him for for this resurgence of a second half of the season uh you know it really felt like Okay, you're going to win this game. Yeah. And you go ahead and you ground into a double play with Castellanos there. You almost knew it was coming. Nick, for the love <laughs> of God, <laughs> take <laughs> a pitch in a high leverage at bat. <laughs> All I'm asking for is to take a pitch or two. If there are two strikes, I'll live with it. Everybody knows how aggressive you are as a hitter. They know it's coming, and they're going to give you junk to ground into a double play there. And, you know, 
it's a pitch I saw some people on Twitter saying, oh, you got to swing at that. He just topped it. He just missed it. No, you don't have to swing at that because yeah. you have the winning run on base. Maybe see how the pitcher is going to approach you as opposed to seeing how you're going to approach him. Like, just right. take a pitch there. I hated that at bat. Uh, there was a couple at bats I hated tonight. Um, you know, Bohm and Schwarber went down looking at strike threes in the sixth inning. Oh. It was just kind of a listless approach at the plate tonight for the most part, outside of Stott, Turner, Harper. Um, I didn't like those at bats at all. Really unfortunate. Um, and, you know, it's it's really just quite an, uh, a terrible loss. And I'm going to be bitter about it tomorrow morning when I, when I wake up. I just know it. I was ready to come on the show and start breaking out, living in the big, big blue world. <laughs> I heard you listening my, over there. I did. I actually wrote the lyrics <laughs> down because I was so ready. With my head up in outer space, I know I'll be A-O-A-O-K. <laughs> well, guess what? We're not A-O-K at all. Eh, he was clutch None tonight. None of us that are okay. But I agree with, I think it was Stefano who was saying in the chat about out. Just the frustration with the offense, you know, and it's it's been something we've talked about all season, the ups and downs, the roller coaster ride. The moment you start feeling like, and even we were, you went from arts and crafts to us being excited. Oh, Phillies are coming back. I was screaming. You, you saw know, a little irrational yeah, Jamie we're, come we're, out. The, the Phillies are coming back. They're at, they actually can do this, even being down 6-1. And Bryson Stott, Trey Turner, they stepped up, delivered, answered the call. But then you know, down the stretch, the, the late issues. But I do also see Sketch 16 asking about Wheeler. Yeah, we let's talk from about the top this. tonight. Let's, I mean, we talked about this as a pitching duel. Look, we can bitch and moan about the offense there, and situationally late, it was bad. But he did not have his stuff tonight. We talked about him this morning. You know, two of his last three starts, he's had 10 Ks. Yeah. His, his earned runs have been low. Tonight started out quite shitty. I mean, there's no other way to put it. He had 47 pitches through two innings tonight, did not have his stuff, did not have his command. Uh, you know, he only threw 14 of 25 first pitch strikes tonight. So that means 11 batters started out the night with a 1-0 count. Uh, and that's what we call a, a hitter's count. So, you know, it's just that roller coaster that Nola and Wheeler have you on all year. They show you glimpses of being the great pitchers that they can be. And then they go and throw up a stinker like this tonight. Uh, and Max Freed, you can't make those mistakes against a guy like that. He is he's probably going to be a Cy Young winner at some point in his career if he can stay healthy. Uh, you know, some of his numbers are just absolutely ridiculous. The weird thing about Max Fried, though, prior to tonight, he had started 11 games at Citizens Bank Park in his career, had only won two of them. Hmm. So the Phillies seemed to kind of get the better of him historically, but not tonight. He outdueled Zach Wheeler, and it wasn't a tough thing to do this evening. No, and we talked about that beforehand um, in our earlier show about this pitcher's duel, the good old-fashioned pitcher's duel, coming down to the mound, who's going to be better? And it wasn't Zach Wheeler. And honestly, I know some people in the chat are saying Zeeler. Oh, Zeeler. That's a cool name, actually. Zach Wheeler is just Zeeler. Wheeler will be fine in the postseason. He'll be properly managed. I mean, my question is actually who should we worry about the most right now? I mean, this is why I don't like losses because it forces you afterwards to overanalyze every little detail. We love that, though, of seeing a team, what happens when they're faced with adversity, how do they respond. The Phillies, in this case, it continues to be the bullpen. Rob Thompson, pitching in general has, uh, you, when you look across the lineup, has been a, a frustration with the bullpen. But who are we the most or what are we the most well, concerned about? Talk to me tomorrow after know. the game, and it might be Aaron Nola <laughs> because if they lose this series, you know, uh, and only get one victory in four games versus oh. the Braves, uh, you know, my Aaron Nola concern is going to be high. Look, the bullpen is tough. Uh, me, you, and Tyler were talking about it out there. Craig Kimbrell. He's not great in non-safe situations historically, yeah. not even this year throughout his career. He's kind of struggled with that. And, you know, there probably wasn't a better option there. There's a little bit of bullpen concerns. Um, and I see John Blaze in the chat, stinking Braves fan throwing up the tomahawk. Get lost. Oh. Go find a Braves channel to root for. Mm. I'm just kidding. I love you, John. But not tonight. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that, this, this stings. It, yeah. it really does sting. Uh, Max Fried, we have some numbers on him that, you know, we were batting around out there in, in the, uh, the living room area with our, with our beautiful setup. Uh, and the Max Fried numbers are something special this year. 
Yeah, I mean, I'll let you get into the numbers really quickly. I have to I have to make a comment on John Blaze because I will say Braves fans have come out of nowhere ever had since. A, had a go we've last been October, John. We've been launching the show, and I've had a lot of Braves fans coming in with some gifts and memes and things. Take a look at these numbers real quick, though, Jamie, and then I'm going to take an attack at John Blaze and share what <laughs> John had to say. Yeah, Frida, since returning from injury this year, you know, that's why I said he's going to be a Cy Young candidate. He's just got to string together a full season. You know, he's Six and zero in road starts this year away from Atlanta. He's the opposite of JT. Actually, no, him and JT are good. They're both really good away from home. Not quite as good at home. Away from Atlanta, Max Fried has posted a 1.73 ERA. Uh, seven road starts, seven quality starts. He's got a sub one whip on the road in 36 and a half innings. 43 Ks in those 36 and a half innings, and opponents are hitting just 218 in those seven road games um that that's a that's a beast that's uh a guy you don't really want to see come into citizens bank park uh spencer strider goes tomorrow versus nola mm -hmm. um you know he doesn't intimidate me as much as freed freed is a guy uh look it was an aces duel tonight and he was the better ace yeah, well, look, I'm all for giving props where credit is due, and I also am all for bad talking and, and out of frustration talking about the team that you root for. The Braves fans are coming into the chat, though. I, we got to find that, that comment by John about the Braves bullpen just uh, doing a better job, and it's, it's the truth. But it's different Iglesias when we say it. was dog poop tonight. How about <laughs> so that, John? So John Blaze is saying Braves bullpen handed this comeback, as you can see, to the Phillies. Oh, yeah. But honestly, it it's, 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 we agree with you to an extent, um, but it's different when we're saying it. And look, glad that we're having Braves fans join the show. That in itself is awesome. Here mm -hmm. we are on PHL. Debatable. Phillies podcast, I guess. Um, welcome <laughs> to our show. Hopefully you stay here as we get deeper into the postseason and we're winning games when they really count um, and have a red October that when you're looking for a team to root for as your team is knocked out you can root for the Phillies yeah so that's great you can get an early start on becoming a Phillies fan and yeah those I'm scumbag Braves fans <laughs> hey don't throw any beer cans on the field down there in Atlanta John you scumbags sorry I hate the oh, Braves man. and we're gonna get into that later because I absolutely hate them and part of it's jealousy part of them is just you know crapping on my childhood um, part of it is just everything about their stupid freaking chant in the stands semi-racist like all of it it's just that I hate that franchise so John Blaze I'm not gonna say anything nice about you any other Braves fans in here go pound sand Renee can throw flowers and bouquets your way I'm, I'm done I'm done get lost you know, I'm sorry, I'm passionate. This is the difference between what like <laughs> beer can bring and what wine can bring. I'm like, oh yeah, come be a Phillies yeah. fan, and you're like, fuck you, <laughs> get out of here. We don't like you here. Yeah. Honestly, though, it's it's great to see in the chat just how many people are dropping their thoughts. A lot of you guys are saying you're not nervous. I know another John. I wish I had another that. John was saying I'm not nervous at all. Frustrated? Yeah, this is absolutely frustrating. I agree. I feel like this is more frustrating than anything when you look at September as a whole coming off of August, the high of August, and just how well the Phillies were hitting, uh, scoring runs. Here we are excited, and we talked about this again earlier, so go back and check that out if you missed the episode. You can check it out on YouTube, on podcast platforms, and here we are again having the same conversations. It's almost like we can just play a recording yeah. and just continue to say the same things over and over again. Rob yeah. Thompson, bullpen, hitting, Blowing leads down the stretch, comebacks, falling short. But some of you are not nervous. Phillies will make the postseason. I agree, Harp. Yeah, I'm not worried about That's them making the, the postseason. Issue. We're not. That's we're not, not the issue. The, the standard has been raised. It's not about yeah. making the playoffs anymore. They're making That's, the playoffs. They are yeah. a wild card team. It's about beating those Braves. It's about beating a Chicago Cubs. And we're going to check in on the scoreboard from the night in a minute. And we'll look at the updated wild card standings, all that good stuff. It's about beating those teams. It's It's... Look, the regular season loss stings, especially in the fashion it happened tonight. It's not about being worried. They're a playoff team. I, sure. Stone Cold Mortal Lock playoff team. It's happening. And that is a jinx-free comment. And if they miss the playoffs, nobody rub it in my face because I'm very sensitive. If they miss the playoffs, we're having they, a whole different conversation. <laughs> they will not miss the playoffs. But it is about how you, go, you know, how are you going to do versus the best of the best. The Braves, they're a monster. Um, you know, they probably have two of the three NL MVPs this year in Olsen and Freeman. You saw Olsen go yard to left field tonight for his 51st of the year. He's just an absolute monster. Um, 
you know, they're, they're a juggernaut, and you saw it tonight. They're a superior team to the Phillies. The thing the Phillies have going for them, Renee, is that they're not afraid of them, yeah. and you saw it tonight. So let's focus on the positives of tonight because, you know, it's been negative. The positives are you came back versus the best team in baseball. You didn't quit, and Tom McCarthy threw out a great stat in-game uh, let me just find it here in my my notes. Uh, but in the sixth inning or later, prior to tonight's game, so this is, might be updated some. It will be updated some because the Phillies scored. Uh, the Phillies have 116 runs scored in the sixth inning or later to their opponent's 76 runs. So it shows you that the Phillies have that clutch late inning capability mm -hmm. but if you tie it up late and squander it it almost makes it worse for me <laughs> in a way so uh the positive is this team doesn't have quit in them they're never out of a game and they do have you know clutch double onions order potential at any given time and that's why attendance is up 35 percent that's why you know you see games like game two as they split the doubleheader uh yesterday where we see that resilience this is absolutely a team it's it's like you said bigger than the playoffs because we expect the Phillies playoffs. to be in the playoffs. We're not talking playoffs. We're talking <laughs> World Series. We're talking hardware. And we're also talking about the fact that these are games that just have so much in terms of playoff implications to set yourselves up to have an easier road in that sense of getting home games. You know, there's there's more to, at stake here than just playoffs. And again, just riding out this regular season, knocking off other playoff teams. And honestly, I always feel like that's a great spot to just give your team the confidence that rather than us having these conversations right now of all the things that we would like to have seen differently, we're talking instead about how great it was that the Phillies came back after being down 6-1 and actually got the victory. But I will say a positive is without a doubt, once down 6-1, I don't know about how many of you guys thought the game was over, but there were a lot of people that assumed, oh, this game is over that's it and the Phillies did at least their big names again Bryce Harper Bryson Stott Trey Turner delivered we get excited when we just hear a okay come on because we know Bryson Stott stepping up yeah. to, to bat like that's that's the that's the excitement that we all have it's like oh yeah it's, we're gonna get a hit we're gonna get a home run now so it is at least encouraging that we can consistently count on the <laughs> count on our big no hero. I, I love no Let's Kiro. keep the Sox going. First of all, full disclaimer, it's currently 11 o'clock at night. This is my third show for the day. So I have switched over to my socks as well <laughs> um, because we are Team Sox and we are letting the non-Sox people know. For anybody that missed it earlier, just a quick, quick, quick backstory. There are people in this world that like to walk around barefoot. Oh, apparently. yeah. I'm barefoot all the time. Especially, I go outside barefoot in the driveway, well, I, on the what? patio, I in the yard. I actually go outside barefoot. Okay. I love the feeling of grass and turf and stuff That's on your feet. That's good for you. You're grounded. It's, for you. it's, it's but apparently indoors, a big hippie When you're thing. on a non carpeted oh, surface no. and you're walking barefoot. Oh, the tile when it's nice oh, and cold on oh, your hot feet? No. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm going to vomit again. So, no Kiro so in the comment section. Socks. I will not put on socks. Honestly, at this point, Jamie is intentionally showing off the fact he's wearing flip flops and doesn't have socks on because. <laughs> he knows it irritates us Team Socks people. Oh, the Joe's only socks that we root for are the ones on our feet. Yeah, Joe Socks in the <laughs> comments says Team Socks. Well, yeah, it's your last name, Joe. Or maybe it's not, toad. but yeah, of course you're Team Socks. And I will say, Jamie, I know it was called out earlier, but Jamie's rocking the red today, which is showing off the tan. Yeah, he it's came not going to be here for long. Flops. He's ready to go, Team No Socks. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, one of the other positives tonight, we got to give a shout out to Bryce Harper for we his do. 1500 career hit. Uh, there's a really good chance we're going to see 3000 hits in a Phillies Ooh. uniform out of Bryce Harper as long as, you know, injuries don't completely derail his career, which uh, there's no indication it will. So, uh, you know, there's a chance we're going to see 400 home runs, maybe even 500 home runs and possibly 3000 hits as a Philadelphia Philly. If he can just get that ring, that hardware on his hand, mm -hmm. he really is going to be up there amongst, you know, the Phillies all-time greatest player. Yeah, and that's the biggest thing is now we're seeing Bryce Harper has hit milestone after milestone. It's very exciting. And it's fun to, to watch it happen because, like we talked about, he's still got so much knock on wood, left in his career, especially with the Phillies, that we have the potential to see greatness as as one of the best. But 
the hardware is is the key. We can only root for the small, the, the, the individual milestones for so long if we're not having World Series conversations. So right now, it's it's awesome for what Bryce Harper's doing and also the fact he's hitting home runs and just getting hits in general in big moments, which has helped. But now let's 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 work towards some hardware. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you don't want to see a great player. Uh, we've seen too many of them in oh, our careers many. here. You know, Allen Iverson, Brian Dawkins, you know, Donovan McNabb. So many great players in town that leave without hardware. And it sucks for them because, you know, they're typically not the reason why a championship doesn't happen. Joel Embiid is going to enter this conversation. You hate to see them not reach the ultimate team goal uh, because it, it does kind of rule the conversation in the way they're talked about. If Bryce was to retire without a ring, people will probably say, yeah, he's one of the greatest players to never have a ring. Yeah. He'll be in that Charles Barkley category. Oh. And you hate that because what Bryce Harper brings to this team and this field and this fan base every single night is pure electricity. The guy is clutch. He is... <laughs> A bargain, actually. You know, I know the talking point when he signed here was how much money it was and how long it was. That dude is a freaking steal every single night. I, yeah. I you know, I'm, I'm just kind of in awe of the guy. He, he approaches every at-bat like it's Game 7 of the World Series. And we'll get into Bryson Stott's at-bats because mm -hmm. that dude needs a hat tip as well. But Bryce Harper, everything he does is, is borderline perfect on the baseball field. Yeah, and that's why you guys should definitely take advantage while we're talking Bryce Harper, talking about the greatness that he brings to the Phillies and just seeing how, you know, how he's changed this clubhouse. Get out to a game. Check it out. And if you're going to try to see a game it's even easier to use the game time app because games are really hard to in my opinion sometimes like every once in a while you just go in you just buy a ticket you're like last minute i'm gonna go to a game and other times you're planning with your friends you're trying to figure out you know the game that you're gonna go to so the game time app does help make it a lot easier quicker and just allows you to also find great prices to be able to see the bright you know bryce harper joel Embiid, whichever player you want to go see jalen hurts whoever you're watching for philly for our philly transplants that are traveling into philly i know we have someone from dc that said they're joining and someone from chicago nice if you're if you're traveling and you want to see a, your philadelphia sports teams use the game time app and you can also use code phly for 20 dollars off your first purchase to help you be able to secure those tickets and be able to check out all your favorite teams as they are playing now as we're talking about here on phly phillies podcast there have been a lot of responses various responses to how this loss went how we're feeling about it the positives the good bad everything in between and jamie as you're talking about um and had touched on there are obviously other games going on around the league as well that we want to take a look at yeah this wild card race is going to be down to the wire, especially in the NL Central and how the Cubs, Reds, and Brewers kind of battle that out for the division title. Can the Marlins, who are the first team out right now, can they sneak in? And if they do, do the Phillies draw them? Because then all of a sudden, those you know games are down in Miami now because you blew it this past weekend uh, versus the Marlins. And you're just seeing too many blown late inning games this late in the season uh, to really feel good about that. Um, so it's just, it's frustrating because the Phillies should, look, they're a playoff team. They're going to make it. I'm not worried about that in the slightest. They should have padded their wild card standings even more than they have right now. Um, and it's just, it's a pain in the ass because these games should not have gotten away from you. There was really no excuse for them to, uh, and it's really, really frustrating. So we'll take a look around the league right now tonight. It's up there on the YouTube page uh, with our man Tyler Zuli putting them up. Uh, and, you know, the NL Central is the one we're all paying attention to because of how it affects the wild card standings. The Cubs are, are in the bottom of the seventh inning now versus the Rockies. They're down one run. Uh, so let's go Rockies. Shout out DNVR people. Let's go Rockies. <laughs> Come on, Susie Rooting Hunter. We you. need you. <laughs> uh, a couple other games. The Giants are tied 1-1 with the Guardians in the top of the sixth. Uh, the Padres and Dodgers are playing. The Padres are done, uh, but the Dodgers are right there and, and probably the team the Braves are most worried about. And that's the other thing about a game like tonight. I saw, I think it was Matt in the comments section say, you know, you really could have, with these two come-from-behind victories, 
or should have been victories versus the Braves, you really could have done some psychological damage to the Braves. Bingo. And you didn't. And it kind of had the exact opposite effect <coughs> where the Braves survived the situation that they shouldn't have. And yeah. it almost gives them confidence there just psychologically. And look, we know what a game between the ears baseball is. It's really quite unfortunate uh, in that regard. Yeah, and that's um, a great point, Jamie, because I always I always think back to my own experiences. And as a player, as an athlete, you know, talent gets you so far. Yes, we absolutely understand there has to be a level of talent. But the next level between, especially when we're talking championships, we're not talking playoffs here. We're talking championships. We're talking World Series. When you're talking about winning the World Series, a lot of it does come down to the mentality. And to be able to step on the on the diamond and you you are looking at your opponent and you're like, you know what? I, I can beat you. I've yeah. beaten you already this season. And the Phillies have I've got no that. fear, and the Phillies have had that. And so this series is frustrating for that reason because it's a chance to knock off the top dogs. It's a chance to show them, hey, I don't care where we are in standings. We've got your number. We match up well with you, and we're going to – you don't want to face us yeah. come playoffs. And, and Keith, Keith W. in the comments says, you know, the Braves do not want to come to Citizens Bank Park in October. There's a part of me that believes that because it is probably the best home field advantage in baseball. <laughs> and, you know, Trey Turner talked about it. Guys yeah. around baseball, uh, you know, talked about it. Even it was a Dusty Baker that said, yeah, you know, like it's it's a pretty intense place to play. Like it's a real thing we have to deal with. Uh, and that Braves team is just nasty. It's unfortunate that they, they got the wins the way they did to kind of flip it on the Phillies. Uh, to continue real quick on the out-of-town scoreboard, uh, the Reds are victorious over the Tigers in 10 innings tonight. Uh, the Mets beat the Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks have a, have a, have a shot there. Uh, the Marlins lose to the Brewers, so the Brewers protect their lead there in the Central. And that's pretty much it in regards to the Phillies and the standings. Um, look, I'm not worried about the wild card. No. They're, no, they're no. in. But you have to worry about that first-round matchup. I hope the Marlins just stay out of it because mm -hmm. they're a pain in the ass uh, versus the Phillies. So, <laughs> you know, we'll keep you up to date on these post-game shows of, of scores around the league, of news and notes and all that stuff. So that was a look-in of tonight. Uh, we'll update <laughs> the wild card standings in the morning when we're live and and take a look at how that shook out. But uh, let's go Rockies. Come on, guys. <laughs> pull it out. Please. Um, yeah. So, and the other thing you'd like to pull out is some winning bets with DraftKings. Look, football's back in full swing with another week of epic games, and DraftKings has got you covered on the action for every single one of them. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers bet $5 on football and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Nobody's missing out on the action this season. All DraftKings customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Two new offers. I said that right. Get in on the NFL action two times with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code PHLY. PHLY. I've seen some people discussing how we pronounce it and all that. It's PHLY. Soon it's going to be second nature. It'll roll off the tongue. At sign up, new customers bet just $5 and take home $200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code PHLY. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.sot1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or Text Hope NY in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccp.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of the Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. You know, because we're up in on Ontario all the time. Csportsbook.com slash DraftKings slash football terms for eligibility terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. My favorite word. Eligibility <laughs> and deposit restrictions apply. Well, Jamie, thank you for sharing that update. Um, I love the updates in the chat that we're seeing. It's great to see just how many people are excited. We've got to clarify some things. Yes, thanks for the, sh the sh shout out to my socks. Um, Very I colorful. Love that they are super colorful. Oh, and that's I didn't Urban think they were Air. Gonna, 
Yeah, we're I've not. I've been we're meaning not... to take my daughters there. Oh, it was. It's fun. I've it's heard. A lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is not an ad for them, so we're not gonna <laughs> give them well, much more airtime. Well, you can be Urban Air, but it can be. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, yeah, these are like these are great, and they're great because when you're walking around, you don't hear your feet. But that's a whole other topic. Mm. John Blaze, we have converted you. You are now a Phillies fan. You are loving the fact that this is the best live stream on any sport you've ever seen. How oh, about wow. that? Yeah, look, See? At, look at John buttering up to let's us. Just, let's just throw this out there. Jamie came with, what is it? It's it's you win more bees with honey than vinegar. You brought the vinegar, I yeah. bought the honey, <laughs> and I was able to bring John Blaze over, and now you we've won. got a fan. Yeah. Um, but then also, as you were mentioning, it is PHLY. I know people were curious about what that means. We are in Philly. Um, I feel like that's super self-explanatory, that part of it, but we're bringing you all sports content. We're bringing you post-game shows. We're bringing you pre-game shows, and we're bringing you articles and just a lot of shows, content, pieces that you can at any time, any day, doesn't matter if you are in Ontario or if you're here in Philly or if you're a Philly transplant or just want to check <laughs> out and you're, maybe you're a Braves Person. Justin Harris and you want to check out going to the Phillies. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we are. Hey, chat. We are converting John. We are converting all the fans because this is not only the best live stream, but also the best fan base and Philly sports fans. We are passionate. I always tell people I'm going to get on my soapbox really quickly. We're not crazy sports fans. We are passionate. We love our teams. We are diehards, and we are consistent. We like all of our teams. There are a lot of spots, and Jamie, I'm sure you've seen this. They might be a fan of, like, the Eagles, but then they're also, like, a Padres fan, and then they're also, you know, a, a Raptors fan. Like, you, you can't be all over the map, literally, with your, with your teams. We are truly Philly sports fans, so welcome to those that we're converting. And thank you to Barbara Carroll <laughs> and Jules1138 uh, there for the kind words. Yes, it is day <laughs> one, and we're having a blast. Renee and I uh, are really enjoying this so far. You guys are a huge part of this reason why. So a little bit about what you can do to help us out, to help the community grow and thrive and all that. You want to follow our accounts on social media. I know they're in my Twitter profile. We've been yep. tweeting them out all day. It's at PHLY underscore sports, at PHLY underscore Phillies. Uh, we'll, we'll send out the podcast links, the YouTube links. We're going to be doing a lot of Twitter in and no i will not call it x it is twitter <laughs> i don't care what that weirdo musk uh oh wants boy. to call it getting yeah. a shut down on day one well like <laughs> did you see what he named his kid the other night listen i don't want to talk on the digital spaces they're but, listening uh, they're watching it's weird it's twitter the it's x, not x the x is is yeah. always they're always watching so i'm not trying to get us canceled after <laughs> a day one of great shows that no, all of a YouTube. sudden We're good. when you see phly underscore philly's twitter account just disappear Blame Jamie. <laughs> okay. So subscribe to the YouTube pages. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. Give us five stars, please, because I'm very sensitive. I don't want to cry <laughs> myself to sleep with my big head on my big pillow every night. Um, so please, you know, give us some ratings, subscribe, follow along. After each show, we're going to be podcasting these shows. So it's there for you in your cars, on your commute. If you're at work and you want to just follow along on YouTube and hop in the chat, we love that. Uh, you know, ph allphly.com is our homepage. On there, you'll find the Die Hard membership, which is great because because for a simple, for $79.99 a year, okay. you guys can join the Die Hard membership and get access to the Discord channel. And Discord is new to me. I was experiencing it during the game there and going back and forth with people. I was having a blast talking to everyone. So we get to talk to you here on YouTube. We get to talk to you on Discord. We get to talk to you on Twitter. So Also in person. Yeah. We have events like the tailgate this upcoming yes. Thursday for the Eagles-Vikings game as we're kicking off Thursday night football right here in Philly. So it's a beautiful thing that some shows you get, you just watch. You never actually have a chance to interact. You never have a chance to get heard and definitely get your comments, uh, be a part of the show we'll and get hear. To We'll get together we and get have that. a couple of your beers here. So, you know, I, I enjoy beers and I look forward to drinking beers with many of you. Uh, and it does start with the official Philly tailgate, or excuse me, PHLY tailgate this Thursday. It's the beer. It's the with, beer. With the stinking Vikings coming to, that, to town. Uh, our pals over at Philly Sports Trips are hosting it. Uh, so if you want, check it out. There's going to be an open bar. If you're one of those diehard members, you get some discounts to these types of things. So definitely stop by, see what we're all about. We're going to have some people over there. It's going to be a party because, look, the Eagles play on primetime. 
Kirk Cousins sucks in prime time. That's cool. Uh, Darius Slay shut down Justin Jefferson. That's pretty cool. So hopefully the Eagles get 2-0, and and we get to meet some of the people on Thursday night, and we're definitely going to meet all you people over time here and crack a couple of your beer here's. Uh, so looking forward to meeting a lot of you because we get to talk to all of you on online and all these different platforms, and it's been great. And no, Kyle Schwarber's not coming up to bat, but cue Grove Street. It's a party. It's a party. It's a party. <laughs> Look, it's fun to be able to have these opportunities to get out and interact with you guys. And also, um, especially with how much love we've seen from the launch today, it's been fun. And this is just the beginning. You know, we have so much more content we're bringing you every single day as we talk about events, merchandise. You know, we have our own merchandise that you can check out for PHLY. We also have merchandise if you want to use the code to be able to check out merchandise as well. You can head on over to FOCO. They've got some toys, apparel, um, all types of merchandise from all of your, your favorite teams, and, and they are the leading manufacturer for sports and entertainment merchandise. So you can head over to FOCO, use that code PHLY, because we are consistent here. All of our codes are the same. And with that code, you will get a nice deal, 10% off, which does go a long way. I'm all about savings. Any little bit helps. That's more money in your pocket. In and you can get economy? hooked up with the Philly sports gear because they have our backs here in Philly, and we've got your backs with that FOCO code P-H-L-Y for 10% off. But yes, we're coming to town with a bang. We have the shows. We've got the tailgate. We've got much more to come. And we're back here tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. to deep dive even more into yeah. what just happened today with the Phillies and what we've been seeing so far. And Christopher Sanchez, look, this is a big game tomorrow. Like, um, oh, you know, you really at worst wanted to split this series with the Braves. And you get the Braves again next week. You got the Cardinals on deck here next. So you got to take advantage of a bad team uh, in these final weeks of the season. But Christopher Sanchez coming off, a, a, you know, look, we're going to have to have the debate pretty soon here of what is the playoff rotation. And Oof. are we ready for that conversation? It needs to happen as of like three days ago. I don't know <laughs> what the answer is here with two weeks left. Obviously, Michael Lorenzen is going to the pen for me. Rangers looked good. Sanchez has looked really good. Taiwan Walker has been struggling. You're going to have to come up with your four man rotation and figure this out. And, you know, to be honest, I don't have the exact rotation for you right now. If Christopher Sanchez goes out tomorrow and beats Spencer Strider and evens out this series for you, that's going to go a long way to maybe considering him to be the fourth guy. You know, Ranger was great in the pen last year uh, in the World Series and in the bullpen. You know, do you consider putting him back in the pen to strengthen that pen up? Uh, we'll bring up one more positive from tonight. <laughs> Jose Alvarado was, did a really nice job in the oh, eighth yeah. inning there versus the heart of the Braves order. Uh, so good job, Jose. You know, he's got the friendship necklaces for all the team. Mm -hmm. uh, I loved seeing that stuff. So, you know, one slight positive. JT still should have bunted Rob. <laughs> Um, but yes, I will throw in some occasional bouquets. Yeah, I know we were talking as we were watching the, the game with Tyler and just talking through about who in the bullpen can we actually rely on? You know, is it Strom? Is it Hoffman? Hoffman? Is it Kimbrell? It was Kimbrell, but now I don't really know if it's Craig Kimbrell. But I don't know if you guys have an idea of who you think is going to be able to, in the postseason, we can count on, we can rely on consistently, but it's... I feel like it's any given day that list can yeah. change. Which yeah, is Sir Anthony frustrating. Might, might be the guy I feel worst about right now. Yeah, that's probably the one that we can absolutely um, kind of. I know Hefe is saying Sir Anthony looked good. Also, uh, I mean, it was an inning in like a third that he pitched. It wasn't long, so I'd also. Yeah, I have some stats I don't here know. on Sir Anthony. <laughs> Let me just pull them up from this morning shows that we didn't get to because I'm I, I'm. I'm highly concerned about Sir Anthony. Ever since he's returned from the injured list, his strikeout rate has plummeted. He's a strikeout pitcher, Sir Anthony, um, and it's really, really plummeted. Uh, prior to today, he only had 10 strikeouts in 17 innings of work. He's down nearly 20% on his strikeout rate mm. since his return from the IL. Um, he's not really a high leverage guy right now. And again, this is something where I look to Rob Thompson like, dude, you can't put him in high leverage situations. Hoffman's been better. Uh, Strom has been better. Uh, you need Sir Anthony or Alvarado to really kind of cement themselves these final two weeks. 
you know, he's he's not the strikeout guy he once was. And if he doesn't have that, he he's shown to be a liability right now. And I hate that because I, I, I love Sir Anthony and, you know, he's been great and he's gone through a lot during his time here. And, you know, you really want him to thrive. But right now he's doing the opposite of that. Yeah, I mean, I I think he right now is the one person that we can say we don't have faith in in the bullpen. I mean, you just look at the numbers. He's yeah, struggling. And you, you're, we're trying to figure out what is it going to take to help get things right for Sir Anthony Dominguez and how can he kind of turn that corner. Um, didn't pitch much tonight, but I, I guess he looked good, but it wasn't really much that we saw from him in general, which is also a fine thing. If It's also good when we don't have anything to talk about really with you. Um, but I, I just... On the other side, I have a bone to pick. I know we're talking about the bullpen right now, but part of the bullpen is the fact that Matt Olson continues to just hit historic. <sighs> Matt Olson tied the game up with a homer, 51st homer. He tied the Braves record. He tied Andrew Jones' mark for the single-season home run count. Yada, yeah. yada. That's Which... beautiful. Stop doing it at Citizens Bank Park and stop giving him the ball back. I'm over this. It was yeah, cute for 50. I you... like giving the ball back. It's fine. If Kyle Swoober's like tossing you an autographed ball, you're making that <laughs> trade too. So am I. I I'm hate to admit I'm just tired of it. the moments of like us having... I don't like being on the wrong side of a highlight reel, and it's frustrating for the Phillies right now. Again, it's 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 it is what it is. Matt Olson's tremendous. Kudos he's to him. Freaking but good. He's pretty good or whatever. But on it, all jokes aside, um, honestly, I don't like when people come into. It's like people coming into your house and telling you what to do in your house. Like, don't come into Citizens Bank Park hitting these milestones do that somewhere else yeah, yeah but congrats I, I guess or whatever nah, i'm not salty whatever. or whatever Screw you, Matt Olson, you're damn <laughs> and we gave good. you the ball back twice now but the 52 does not go back yeah it's not gonna happen and here, i i so. uh <laughs> i forgot what the trade was and the, and this is this goes to my braves hatred slash jealousy don't <laughs> Let's tell get the into braves that. Fans. let them know um they're just a really great run franchise they don't have the amount of world series titles that, in my opinion, they deserve. They tormented me in the 90s, like my formative sports years as a Ute. Um, you know, that stinking freaking rotation and Otis Nixon's ugly face and David Justice marrying Halle Berry. Uh, just so much to hate. Ron Gant, I used to hate until he became a Philly. And Terry Pendleton, like I hated those teams because I was jealous of them. Um... And now, in present day, when you look at Ronald Acuna Jr., who, of course, went yard tonight with the stupid bird flap that the Braves are doing. Like, uh, I heard Larry Anderson on the way in, because I, I didn't get here until, like, the second or third inning, say, you know, I, I really wish Nolan Ryan would face some of these guys. I'd love to see some of these guys go up against Nolan Ryan, because L.A. was saying, oh, yeah, he's throwing it in their ribs. Uh, look, fun in baseball is great. I'm not going to be uh, Grandpa Simpson yelling at the clouds out there, but that bird know, flapping I was just thing. Getting some Grandpa Simpson vibes. <laughs> That's the person that was that just That bird fully. flap doesn't bother you? Come on. It does for many reasons. I don't, again, I'm a competitor and I. I like fun in sports. I, but, mm, mm. Only when it's on my side. Mm. I will fully admit that. Like, <laughs> I was the person that was fully trash talking, yeah. fully all in your face. Like, if, and I still do that. I'm not going to say was. I still am, but now I'm not an athlete anymore. It's, it's in lame things like yeah. cards. But I will still trash talk you, but don't, don't bring that back. Yeah. And so to see the celebrations and the bird flap and all, it's like. I'll just say this. If one of the pitchers for the Phillies, that's not Christopher Sanchez, one of the bullpen guys comes in and hits somebody tomorrow, I wouldn't hate it. It's not going to happen because that's not <laughs> baseball anymore. I just wouldn't hate it. That's oh, all I'm saying. Uh, but that's Ronald Acuna Jr. Right? and Ozzie Albies honestly might have the two greatest contracts in sports. Yeah. These guys are massively underpaid, massively underpaid. Ronald Acuna Jr. is going to bring home the MVP this year. If he doesn't, it's either Freddie Freeman or his teammate Matt Olson. Uh, and Albies is having a great year, and he's making like $8 million a year. So screw Alex Anthopoulos for, <laughs> for getting really team-friendly deals. That makes me really jealous. I wish we had something like that. Uh, and then I forgot about the Matt Olson trade. Yeah. Do you know who one of the key pieces of the Matt Olson trade was? Let him know. Christian Pache. 
who uh, you know was getting deemed as the next Andrew Jones for the Atlanta Braves. They sent him over to the A's. The A's, for some unknown reason, just gave up on the kid after six months, basically. And the Phillies, look, Christian Pache was a great pickup by Dave Dombrowski in the front office. His on base is like in, th- in the 360s this year. He's hitting for average. So that's another one that Kevin Long, the hitting coach, gets some credit for. And defensively, you saw him tonight when they put Brandon Marsh in left and Pache in center. There's really not a ball that's going to land in that outfield. But Christian Pache was one of the main pieces of the Matt Olson trade. So again, screw you, Alex Anthopoulos, for being really good at your job. That sucks for the Phillies. Uh, but yeah, Matt Olson went for Christian Pache, a catcher in Shea Langoliers, I believe. Ryan Cusick, a right-hand pitcher, and Joey Estes. So, you know, the Braves just go out and get one of the best first basemen, if not the best first baseman, after losing the other best first baseman in Freddie Freeman, replace him with a guy who's probably going to hit like 55 home runs this year. Um, I hate them. I hate yeah. the Braves. I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. Yeah, and this is this is why. I mean, honestly, the Phillies are, are much better this season. They're a much better team, and we can all agree on that in a lot of ways. But unfortunately, the Braves are too, or whatever. But yeah. what I do like about it is it's, it's setting things up. I always feel like when you get to the postseason, as we know, the regular season doesn't matter anymore. That's that's behind us. It's all about winning the one, the next game. You know, winning the series. And so I think the Braves are setting up. And I'm gonna put this out there and put this jink this this black cloud over Atlanta Braves right now. Um, they're setting themselves up. What is it? The bigger they are, the harder they fall. Yeah. You know, the more they just rack up accolades. How many times have we seen teams just sweep through the regular season awards and? had the MVP and had this like stellar, you know, historic season. 2001 Sixers. MVP, oh, coach of the Lord, year, sixth man of the year, up, and defensive player of the year. Going win the first game of the yeah. championship and then get beat the next four. And we still have the iconic Allen Iverson step over for that, but that's about it. So we've seen this happen in sports many, many times. And I'm, I'm thinking this is what's going to happen again with the Braves too. Everyone's got, they've got the target on their back. Everyone's got them circled ready to face them in the postseason and knock them off to be the team that upsets them. It's not an upset for the Phillies if, like, when we knock them off if we face them. Um, but overall, I, I, I agree. Jamie, I'm, I'm glad you got that off your chest. Yeah, I needed to get that I, off. I felt like, and honestly, I think you guys in the, in the chat could feel the heat. I had to move over a little bit. It feels like the temperature went up about 20 degrees. I think it James might have, actually. Steaming over here. Um, and not just red because of the hat and the, and the sweatshirt because yeah. you're fuming. So... We're going to yeah. let you simmer down. <laughs> yeah, and uh, who is it on the chat there said, I'm probably going to be more angry tomorrow morning. Um, yeah, there's a good chance I'm more angry tomorrow morning. You know morning what? It's worse now. the next day because you've had ch- a chance to just sleep on it. And you don't sleep, though. You're, you're thinking. Like, I feel like as sports fans and anybody covering sports and following sports, <laughs> you also are just rethinking, oh, why didn't they bunt? Why didn't they do this? And so you're, now gonna... you're getting caught up in it. And by tomorrow, you just let those emotions fester like a shaken up soda bottle, and you're ready to explode by 10 a.m. So I'll take you in the Lynch household tomorrow morning. Uh, Paige, my youngest, wakes up uh, usually around 5.55 a.m., 6 o'clock. Lovely. Uh, we watch a little Mickey Mouse clubhouse in bed. Oh. Uh, my wife goes off to work then i make the girls breakfast i'll usually an eggo waffle or maybe some eggs some yogurt uh and i'll be sitting there you know scrambling my eggs i tried to i do the gordon ramsay method where it's 30 seconds on 30 seconds oh you're fully chef jamie oh oh yeah with the no socks and you know what i'm gonna be thinking (laughs) about the entire time while i'm making their eggs and drinking my coffee is why didn't you bun rob i'm not gonna get over it Uh, Look, we talked about it earlier. Baseball has changed a lot over the years, but some things are just fundamental to the game. And to me, the game was lost right then and there. And Tyler said it, and it's true. Guys can't bunt anymore. And I don't know why it's such a lost art. Uh, Small ball is still a thing, regardless of what the analytical department there uh, will tell you. You know, I know Rob doesn't even sometimes make the lineup he doesn't make some of these decisions it's above his head but that to me is just so clearly a situation where you bunt and eliminate the double play because then all you need is a stinking fly ball to the outfield and it's and it's and it's a victory that might be a catalyst to something special and instead you gave the braves 
you give him an inch and you gave him that inch tonight uh and yeah i'm probably gonna wake up pissed off yeah and should be told the phillies should have won in the ninth inning Mm -hmm. um so i mean you could also argue we don't need to get there and we don't need to even have this conversation Mm. but we we did get there and you still had a chance to win it and you did not (laughs) so yeah jamie needs another beer um i I, I agree i think it's time to uh (laughs) get another beer but look we've got more tomorrow to talk about as we have a chance to digest and process not in a good way for some of us all that happened today and uh preparing for tomorrow night's game because the phillies get a quick turnaround hopefully have that short-term memory loss and getting to see if they can tie things up here who knows Spencer Strider versus Christopher Sanchez tomorrow and look you got to go two and two you You do you can't lose three out of four to the Braves this time of the year it's just you're not that bad of a team you're an inconsistent team and you keep hoping they're going to find that consistency Uh, and tonight was just another frustrating opportunity that was squandered it was. It was another moment for the Phillies to really solidify themselves. I feel like you you go up in this series, you the comeback against the Braves of all teams, really, we had it written up, excited, dialed in, ready to talk about the comeback victory. And honestly, this late in the season, to have a, a, a series go that way when you go from being down one nothing, you drop game one, you tie things up, you win game three, doesn't get much better than that until you win game four. But here we are. Here we are. So it has been a frustrating day for the Phillies, but an exciting day for us here at PHLY Phillies podcast with the debut of our show and all of our colleagues launching their shows as the team has finally had a chance to launch. We've been putting this together, organizing it, planning it, and it's it's like anything you plan in life. It's great to see it finally come into fruition. So glad to see that you guys are enjoying it too. Yeah, we've talked about this, Renee, for a long time, you know, and uh, not as long as the people from uh, Denver and... uh, uh, but it's it's nice to actually be in it and doing it and live here with you the best and this is not hyperbole uh, hyperbole because I fully believe this I worked for NBC Sunday Night Football for many many years and traveled around to every sports city in America and we're the best I yeah. mean we're the most passionate and you you people are going to be here with us, living and dying with these games with us, and we can't look, uh, we can't wait to experience it with you. We hope you join the community. We hope you become a diehard. We hope you're in these chats. We hope you're in the Discord. We hope you're on Twitter interacting with us. We want to live and die these games with you because, you know, look, at the end of the day, it's just baseball, but it's fun as hell when it's good. Wait, I heard it twice now, and I thought the first time was an error. Did you say live and die? I did. Okay, I, you know we don't have to. We don't have to live and die. I run together. hot. I run cold. You know, there's a <laughs> I don't lot think of emotions. We need to go that extreme. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, mm, I don't know about that. None of that is. Yeah, we're just we're just living the dream here. Yes. Um, yeah, it's the highs and lows, but not that low of a low. Yeah, well, super I'm, extreme. I'm emotional right now. <laughs> it's pure emotions talking for you, Jamie, right now. <laughs> honestly, but yeah, we are excited to have a chance to live the ups and. Um, Talk through the downs and figure it out and as we sip on our nice beverages Mm -hmm. and try to figure out what the heck just happened here. But look. Bryce Harper's good at baseball. That's cool. That is cool. Bryce and Stott will throw some flowers your way tomorrow morning because that dude, I'll scream it from the rooftop. I love Bryce and Stott. That kid has got something special. Uh, in his athletic DNA. I love the way he plays baseball. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. And it's exciting. Again, everyone has, as soon as you hear the beat drop, we all know Bryson Stott is stepping up to bat, and it's like, yes, here he comes. Something good is about to happen. But it's great to see players like Stott and Trey Turner that are really just continuing to to evolve as the season goes on in a much-needed time, along with, of course, Bryce Harper. Wake up, JT. Wake up. <laughs> Yes. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in and join us. Wake up tomorrow morning and join us at 10 a.m. You should be up. I mean, we're all adults. We should be up at 10 in the morning on a Wednesday. Oh, I will be because Paige will wake me up at (laughs) 5.55. Jamie's going to bring us breakfast that he, (laughs) what is it? You have the little whisk? 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off heat, constant whisking. Okay, uh, he's in Gordon the kitchen. Ra- well, Gordon Ramsay does it in a <laughs> saucepan with a high wall, so it does it all. But I just do it in a regular saute it's, pan. It's Hell's Kitchen it over here. It gives it a little fluffy uh, aspect. If I'm making for me and my wife, I, I throw a little dollop of uh, cream cheese chive flavor in there just to give it a little... Uh, 
a little kick. Just spicing things up a bit yeah. here. We're spicing things up I cook in the a kitchen. Lot. It, uh, it helps me digest uh, Phillies games and my anger uh, after okay. games like this. So, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, there you have it. Jamie's going to bring breakfast. Bring your socks. Bring your morning coffee or... No sock. Yay. <laughs> bring your morning... Find me on Feet Finder <laughs> under the Husky Boys. Woo! We're going to get a sock deal. Um, yeah, bring your breakfast drinks. It's a nice midweek, early morning conversation as we have a chance to recap again, because we've got to recap it again. All that's happened so far for the Phillies in the series, looking ahead to game four and much more here on PHL Phillies podcast. As always, if you can't catch us live, be sure to check out our podcast across podcast platforms. Subscribe, like, comment, and be ready to bring the heat and all the fun here on PHLY Phillies podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. See you next time. <laughs>